everyone, and welcome to another episode of Link to the Cast, our first giant size annual, uh, uh, not very video gamey at all show, where we're going to look at uh, something that's uh, a million miles off what we usually do, but um, something that's very near and dear to myself and Mark's heart, speaking of which, I'm joined on the line here by the platforming prodigy Mark Robinson. Mark, how are you this evening? Fine, uh, a little bit chilly downstairs uh, while you're upstairs just to break the fourth wall, but I'm good, I'm grand. It's a real class divide we've got going on here. Yeah. It's like High Rise, which I saw yesterday, and it's very good. Um, we're joined uh, on the line here on Skype because we're not looking at video games this week, we're looking at the crazy world of professional wrestling. And when I'm talking about the crazy world of professional wrestling, there are very few men I would prefer to talk about it with than the two guests I have on the line making their debuts on the show this week. Firstly, you know him from the beautifully designed Square Ball magazine from his appearances on the Dr. Keith Presents show on Wrestling Observer, figure four, uh, weekly, online.com as well. Uh, and uh, his own brand, of course. And he is, I believe, the commissar or the perhaps even the muscle of behind the Cecil Club. It's uh, Eamon Dalton. Eamon, how are you? Hello, how's it going? What do you mean we're not talking about video games? I've played Royal Rumble on the Dreamcast for the past 12 hours. <laughs> <laughs> A fate worse than death in some ways. They just keep running in, man. <laughs> this match won't end. <laughs> D'Lo Brown is back for the 16th time. I've been meaning to get my hands on a Dreamcast now for a long time because I've only ever played that game once uh, on an arcade machine way back when, when I went uh, swimming, when I think during primary school. Um, and I thought it was the greatest thing ever at the time. And I'm sure it's aged gracefully since then. Oh, absolutely. Sure it is not. <laughs> joining us as well on the line also making his debut you may know him from the chair shot podcast you may know him from his very entertaining let's plays on youtube where he does talk about video games and at length much like we do here you may know him from his excellent lucha underground reviews on pwponderings.com it's barry murphy or the barry lad barry how are you not too bad what an intro you're good at this <laughs> well look it's not my first rodeo gentlemen I must say, I can't believe you and Mark aren't in the same room. I think me and Eamon have kind of stumbled into a very awkward episode of, of this show. It's like, it's, it's, there's trouble in the list of the cast household. Sleeping here. in separate beds. It's, uh, yeah. it's We're not speaking good. to each other at the moment. There's, Mark's you know. turned the wheels against you. There's been some unpleasantness over the decision of when we were going to cook dinner. There was a there was a right th- a fight. Things were thrown. You know, things were said that will be regretted later. You know, the usual domestic kind of stuff. It's fine. We'll kiss him cut all makeup and he can be little spoon tonight oh dear well it is past the watershed i suppose (laughs) (laughs) anyway um yeah we're here to talk about uh, a little trip that all four of us are making and um kind of at different times we're we're heading out to uh the event that has become known on our group chat on facebook uh, for the kind of uh myself amo mark and our friend keith brony as roman rainia we're going to wrestlemania it's my first wrestlemania um what about the lads here it's not your first uh wrestlemania mark is it no it's it's my third one and it's one that i wasn't even intending on going to thank you very much dave ryan <laughs> yeah um which brings us to our kind of first uh, well actually is it your it's your first wrestlemania as well amo isn't it absolutely yes, yes. barry yeah mine as well my first time stateside in any capacity before we get on to our kind of uh, our our group think where the idea came from for our group to go, Barry, what possessed you to pick this as your WrestleMania? Honestly, it was just a case of um, I never 
had a job previously where I could afford to go. Obviously, it's been, you know, I've wanted to go for years. Yeah. Um, but this time last year, I had just started in a new job that I really liked. And, that, you know, pay, it was a good, pay, good pay and and all of that. Still there to this day. And uh, WrestleMania was approaching. And a friend of mine was making his first trip to the States for his first WrestleMania. And I was just, I got the, I got the jealousy. I got the feelings of God. I wish that was me. And then of course, Mania 31 was this amazing show with this great, you know, memorable show with this big, crazy finale. And he just came home. Like he had had the time of his life, had this like childhood dream finally realized. And I said, well, you know what? There's absolutely no reason I couldn't, uh, you know, put the pennies away between now and next April and go myself. So I can assure you it wasn't sort of some kind of feeling that this is going to be the best WrestleMania ever. Um, I, it wasn't really anything to do with that. It's just a case of having the funds to do so and just uh, kind of seeing that a lot of my friends now have gone and have just made it seem like it is the trip of a lifetime. So yeah, the, the timing was just right. Well, let's let's be honest though you did know deep deep down in your heart six months in advance that Shane and Mac would be appearing <laughs> I think Nothing we all has ever been more out of left field <laughs> <laughs> and it, I remember it's like because everyone like the night of that um what was it the excellence award that's where you came back right the Vincent J McMahon legacy of excellence award I believe it was called or something to that effect excellence in the field of excellence that's it <laughs> and i remember just because the, the 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 hype that monday afternoon was that something was going to happen something was going to happen blah 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 probably to do with the undertaker and i was torn between staying up to watch it obviously here in the you know european time zone land i was tempted to stay up and watch it because i was like it could either be amazing or it'll be a classic disappointment and i regretted it because i actually i didn't stay up to watch that and i had to I mean, the, the second I woke up and the second I looked at my phone, it was everywhere. You couldn't get away from it. There was there was no watching raw raw unspoiled that day. Um, yeah. So yeah, talk about a you know a surprise. But I'm glad because Shane was Shane was the guy when I was a kid and when I was a you know early teens watching wrestling. So it panned out for me. Uh, anyway, the kind of our group going uh, was kind of an idea hatched between you and me at some point last year. Um, was it alcohol? Why? Why? Why did we decide on this year of all years? I feel like it was just a a war of attrition. It was like, no, we're we going to go to wrestle. Well, let's go to this year. No, and then we don't. And then it's like, oh, we should have gone that year. And then we don't. It's like, oh, we should go next year. And then we don't. You know, I feel like we've been at this stage since the McMahon was in every corner. <laughs> it's just been um, a matter of time since then. I've I've very nearly gone twice. And both times I didn't go, it ended up being great. Um, well, at least having one great match uh, that you can point to. Like, I, I nearly went to 25, which, like, obviously doesn't have... It's not an all-time classic, but it did have Undertaker Sean on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the other one I nearly went to was 30. Um, that was a good one. So I kind of said, right, the next time that the fates conspire that I'm able to go, I'm just going to, like, commit and go regardless. And that's kind of how I've ended up here. Yeah, um, exactly. We're all we're all working men, and what better way to be well, working well, men some, than some go and watch <laughs> men work? Absolutely, yeah. It's like it's funny because it's like it's so funny when everyone maligns like the quality of of the quote unquote build when it's like they started selling tickets six months ago and they sold loads. It's like you here's here's what motivates people to go to WrestleMania: 
can they go and have they always wanted to go? Yeah. And it's like everything else is kind of secondary. Now, that's that's the three of us who are going for the first time. Now, Mark, you have gone to two before. I have. You have seen in person Miz versus Cena. I have. Oh, wow. Yeah. And Cena Rock 2. I have. Indeed. So, you, in short, you've been burned twice. What a, by... yeah, what a weird <laughs> pair of WrestleManias to have gone to. <laughs> yeah, well... So I went to Mania 27 mostly off the back of um, I had a very boring university life, which meant I had a lot of money uh, to burn. And I figured one of the the things on the bucket list was was to go to a WrestleMania. Um, so I, I, I went there. I flew in on the Friday, went straight to a Ring of Honor show, fell asleep, went to a Dragon Gate show the next night, fell asleep, went to WrestleMania, fell asleep during Cody Rhodes versus Rey Mysterio. Uh, and then got the great Miz package, the Miz package, and yeah. then yeah, that happened. Um, and I only I went the second time mainly because I wanted to go back to to New York. Um, that was very much a like a destination, perfect destination, and WrestleMania on top of it. And uh, many many people from the board, which I'm sure we will explain in in detail at some mm-hmm. point. Uh, I knew there would be many people going, so I was like, yeah, sure, definitely, and. I had a very good experience. Mania was not great, but I did get Punk and Taker, so that at least somewhat made up for it. Yeah. Uh, this time, um, you decided to contact me while I was in China, and when I've kind of bought you a ticket for WrestleMania, um, yeah, <laughs> I was like, right, well, I guess I'll buy myself a, a ticket to Dallas then, and yeah. that was that. Mark had this experience where it was like a snowballing effect that like every couple of days he'd log on and we'd bought him a ticket to something else. And this went on for like a month or two. I'd say. It's still fucking happening, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I got I got a statement, uh, a bank statement in January that like I think it was the previous three months worth of transactions, and it had to come in two separate envelopes. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I still to this they wasted on that. Still to this oh. day, haven't opened it. I'm that scared of just looking on paper at how much money I've spent. And how much money has come in to pay off different things and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I suppose you kind of mentioned there, Mark, the, the the board. And that's kind of what the strange, nebulous... And... The only thing more scary than that bank statement. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> uh, the, the kind of thing that ties us all together is... Um... Anyway, as the uh, the the kind of the longest serving member of said board, uh, former king, former king, former yeah. king, yes, indeed. Explain to us, explain to those uh, listening at home what the board is briefly. Um, well, it's a message board for fans of uh, wrestling, which essentially is all you need to know. <laughs> yeah, from from then on, I think you can fill in fill in the the gaps yourself yeah but you know much. it's it's a it's a weird kind of group of i mean they're not that weird and everyone we've met has been a fine man let's a, be honest a fine except man. for barry, barry. There's <laughs> never, other than me there's never been a man turn up who wasn't a fine man <laughs> and nobody was the asshole nobody, nobody was the <laughs> asshole um, i find that hard to believe by the way but it's just no one no no one mentions who if there is one no one mentions it because it's too awkward because everybody meets up with the same stuff every single year every year yeah same people yeah <laughs> here's looking at you Alan um, <laughs> so we're taking this trip we're going to Dallas um, myself Amo Mark and our friend Keith Brony are going for I think about eight days am I right eight is, like yeah, eight nine days. if you factor in the time difference I suppose because we come back on the morning of the ninth day yes. 
Um, and walk us through, Emo, uh, your your selection for hotel. What hotel um, we're staying in and why that's uh, quite interesting for the week. Well, originally we were looking at the uh, what was the name of the first hotel? <laughs> the uh, the the Barry Wyndham we called it. The it Barry the... Wyndham Hotel. Yeah. But uh, we decided against that, and we decided instead to go for the Hyatt Regency in Dallas, which is the home of WrestleCon, which means that we'll be sharing <laughs> breakfast, lunch, and dinner, maybe a few drinks with the boys, with the likes of Taylor Hendricks. Taylor Hendricks. Russ Haas. Mar- Marcus Bagwell. Uh, Russ Haas. RIP. And uh, just assorted weirdos. Sean Michaels. Um, you want to talk about the board? Wait till we see. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Sean Michaels, just... Kurt Angle, the Hardy Boys. That'll be the. And everybody was the asshole, will be the anecdote yeah. for that week. <laughs> It's going to be like Amo, Dave, Mark, Alan Farrell, Pentagon Jr., Sean Michaels arguing over the Cheerios. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> so, yeah, it's going to be an interesting time staying there. Barry, you're staying a, a bit further away. You're, you're staying with friends or something, is it? I Yeah, I'm I'm couch surfing with some fine men that I met on the internet. <laughs> Which doesn't sound like you're going to get murdered at all. No, it doesn't. I'll tell you what, though. I've, I've, se- I've sent the necessary documents to where they need to go that if I don't come back, the addresses and the names and the and the mugshots are there. Names will but be yeah, named. So I, uh, a couple of months ago, uh, I was just, I said, I just, I would just throw it out on Twitter. I said, where's everybody staying? Where's everybody going? What's the deal? What's the scoop? Where's cheap? Where's close? You know, what's everyone's arrangement? And uh, a couple of these guys who I know from a, a you know, a, a, a wrestling board, the general wrestling community, um, who I, I, I intended to meet up and, and have a few drinks with regardless. Uh, one of them who is uh, a Dallas resident who lives very, very close to the stadium was just like, uh, our mutual friend is staying with me in my guest room. Uh, if you are okay with having a couch, there's a, there's a place here for you if you want to save like a couple hundred quid because obviously... You know, uh, I'm staying for six nights, so that's you know, as you know yourself, lads, obviously not not very cheap. No. Uh, so I was absolutely uh, down with this because my, you know, I'm looking forward to it. I got my spending money put aside, but it was uh, the the saving wasn't going super well at the time. So I was like, <laughs> it's either it's either take this or like get a hotel and perhaps struggle to feed myself over the course of the week. So uh, yeah, so that's that's gonna be my arrangement. I don't have the exact address, but it's it's pretty damn central and it's pretty close to the the stadium. So I'm 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 excited. Uh, what days are you in for? Um... Uh, I'm flying out uh, Thursday the thirty first, uh, and I'm there through Tuesday the fifth. Uh, the reason I'm staying till Tuesday is that we were contemplating going to Raw, but then obviously Raw sold out, and the StubHub prices are just extortionate uh, obviously I think yeah. they're going down yeah St- StubHub will probably get a mensch or two here uh, thread because there was some uh, <laughs> some fairly stressful moments trying to get things through StubHub for us as well uh, trying yeah. to get them early on the, the the lying graph of the prices for some of this weekend's events would be pretty fascinating because they this for Raw and some other shows over the course of the weekend just like absolutely insane prices for the absolute worst seats um, uh-huh. they've, they've come down a little bit so I'm still thinking maybe Monday afternoon there might be an impulse buy or two if the price is right for Raw but I'm not not 
setting my hopes on it. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm going to be with some Texas natives, so there'll be some general sightseeing, some general Texas exploring going on uh, outside of the, the capacity of just the wrestling shows. Which provides me with a chance for an excellent segue there, Barry. Thank you very much. We're going to be doing some uh, touristy stuff ourselves this week, and I've got a, a list of things on this little spreadsheet that we've yes. uh, we've put together. A list. Uh, there's the the, uh, the strange and demented ramblings that we went on trying to figure out what we were going to do. Uh, so one of the things when you're going and visiting Dallas for the first time, it's my first time uh, outside of the, the continent of Europe uh, in general. Um, so going to America has been something I've always wanted to do, and it doesn't get much more American than going right into the heart of Texas. Um, so one of the, the first things you're obviously going to do when you think of Dallas, uh, we're going to go hopefully to the Sixth Floor Museum, go see the Grassy Knoll, yeah, uh, where JFK was shot. Is that something you're planning on doing as well, Barry? Yeah, that was that was discussed. Yeah, that's standard. Uh, myself and Mark, uh, we had contemplated trying to annoy as many people as possible, uh, like two different sets of conspiracy theorists at once, by standing on the grassy knoll and shouting "Jet fuel can't melt steel beams," mm-hmm. and see what happens there. Who's who's bringing the selfie stick for the, the picture <laughs> on the grassy knoll? <laughs> We had, um, when we were, was it when you were with us, Mark, or had you popped off at that stage uh, into the shop that time? Uh, when we were at the local Patrick's Day Parade downtown here in Newbridge, there was like uh, just this couple across the road that were clearly tourists that just happened to be in Newbridge on the day it was happening. And they had like the longest selfie stick I have ever seen, but they weren't using it as a selfie stick. They were using it to take pictures just at arm's length. They had the thing <laughs> turned around the wrong way don't remember any of that at all do you know oh yeah no they were taking pictures of the parade at arm's length it was fucking weird it's like a zoom like an actual zoom yeah like <laughs> um yeah so we're, we're we're going to jfk what other kinds of stuff are we doing uh anyway you're you, you're the you're the tourism coordinator here do you lads do you lads have any pl- plans to shoot any guns oh do we ever we didn't we didn't make we didn't we ha- i haven't got a dead set on the calendar but i have floated the idea that i'd like to shoot a gun that's a that's a good segue as well because we i did look into <laughs> uh, a local gun range and i think it's the i think it might be the night before you arrive barry but oh, it's, no. la- it's ladies night at the gun range oh america <laughs> you've right. done yourself this time america ladies shoot free <laughs> so you know get a pair of high heels on bit of lipstick get down there Shoot God, I, I, I bet happy hour is a hoose right there. I bet. That's what I was going to say. There was like there'd almost certainly be a bar next door, and you get like a voucher for like a pitcher of margaritas or something like that. That it seems like it'd be that kind of a situation going on. Ugh, it all it, sounds very, it's all sounds very grim. But I, I also imagine though that it's not like for beginners. I'd say I think it's like you know, like you know, when you go to a snooker club and people bring their own cue. I bet people bring their own guns to the gun range. I bet yeah, people I bring so. their own guns to everywhere. Well, that's also true. Although the our hotel has a strict no gun policy. I just like to inform you. That's so, uh, as keep does, your keep your sleeves down. As does AT and T Stadium. Uh, okay, as it turns out, that doesn't even you, let you have can a you find out, plastic can you find bag. Out if uh, the gun range, if ladies' night is on Sunday, because if if mania gets particularly bad, at least we have a kind of suitable. <laughs> <Sunday too. laughs> Well, you can go trawling for young ones over at the gun range. At the gun range, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how many young ones hang out at the gun range. I feel like it might be sort of forty-year-old divor- divorcees in leather jackets. But 
Um, have you guys speaking of um, the gun policy in AT and T and 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 what have you? Have you have you lads been to a WWE event recently, uh, like in the last six months or so? Uh, I was asked. God, I've kind of been busy. It wasn't the. Did I go to the house show in November? Oh, I did. Yeah, I went with Alan. Yeah, was I, the, uh... I was. I was at the show where Seth fell into bits. Oh yes! Oh wow! Yeah, I, I and, knew someone at that show as well. He said it was a bit of a bummer. Well, I literally what happened, Barry was, and I think it might be my fault because I you left. Could have done something. I left about three minutes before he got injured to make it to the Lewis so that I could get home. And on the way out, I bought a Seth Rollins T-shirt, which I think has definitely jinxed him because I think I like I heard a loud noise as I was leaving. <laughs> And I think, in retrospect, that might have been him breaking into tiny little pieces. Oh no! <laughs> so I, something there. I, I ruined WrestleMania. Well, yeah. I hope you buy a Frosty the Strowman T-shirt at this WrestleMania, <laughs> and we'll see him explode. I was, uh, I was sitting beside or behind an excellent pair of hecklers uh, that were just shouting out the strangest things uh, in the middle of it. Like, who was it? Was it the Miz? This, she was like, I'd say she was in her mid to late thirties. Had snuck a whole bottle of wine in, and was just berating the Miz, telling him he had rickets. <laughs> wow. And it was a good time, and, and also getting to see like who was marking out more: the eight-year-old child in front of us or Alan beside me. <laughs> and it was close. Yeah. The the reason I asked though is because um, you you reminded me when you mentioned the gun policy. Yeah, I went to NXT in December in Glasgow, which was a damn fine time. Um, yeah, they they scan you with the metal detector, and we got frisked, and there was no bags, purses, uh, electronic devices bigger than a phone. Huh. Um, and, the, and and even the security guys at the place were like, "This is this is there." They were like joking as they were doing it because everyone was everyone was remarking to them that it was like stricter than usual. And yeah. they were like, "Yeah, it's above our, you know, status WWE side." So I thought that was interesting. So hopefully they'll. So hopefully there will be no Yosemite Sam characters in the audience firing off during <laughs> firing off the dual pistols when Becky Lynch wins the Divas title. <laughs> I don't know why they're trying like hell to protect the wrestlers from us when they can't protect themselves from themselves at the moment. They're getting injured oh, that quickly. Here he is. Oh, here Oh, straight guys, in. There's only one gun show I'll be seeing on Sunday night, and that is when the League of Nations flex. <laughs> <laughs> the lads. The lads. I think we should uh, start moving on to actually talking about the wrestling now and the the, the different events that were we going this to? week. I, well, look, it, it kind You've of got eight days of it. So yeah, this is the thing. Like, it's kind of we're there for about two or three days, and there's no wrestling. It's all the touristy stuff, and then it gets really, really like too much wrestling very quickly. <laughs> and the weekend, we're not for the fact that we are like our group is going to Raw on the Monday. Like we're not leaving until Tuesday evening or something like that. So we are going to the Raw, but uh, were it not for that, we would probably have been ending the weekend with the worst show of the weekend, uh, WrestleMania. Um, but look, we'll 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 get to it in order. The first show that uh, we're going to, I know Barry, you were saying you haven't managed to nick it, or well, no, you have got a ticket now for it, NXT, haven't you? No, 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 no. Oh, you're uh, not. You're still looking. When uh, last time I checked, which was a couple of weeks ago at this stage, it was like ninety quid for yeah. an obstructed view seat behind the screen. Yeah. Uh, so that's another one where if we we currently have plans to watch it in the in the apartment with just beers and food and shit, uh, mm. which I'm sure would be a fine way to watch it. But if the uh, if the 
the rumor catches our ear that they're going at a reasonable price that afternoon. There could be an impulse buy. But you know what? I actually, I think that might happen for Raw. I actually highly doubt that will happen for NXT. Yeah, NXT it, might it, be a bit it, harder. Isn't it like a, something's crazy, like only 5,000 seats? Uh, it is. It's a small, it's like it's in the same building that Access is happening in. That's ridiculous. Yeah, they, they I think they realized this in hindsight. They definitely could have done like a Raw-sized building for, for this yeah, I think but they probably would have moved to... There's a, a lot of events on, including Raw uh, is on the American Airlines Center. Yeah. But I think looking at that, it, I think they they might have looked at it, but there's a lot of sports going on that week because we're going to a basketball game and a hockey game that week. Oh, wow. Uh, both in American Airlines Center. Um. So And there was another hockey game, I think, or another basketball game on at some stage during that week. So there might have been a kind of like conflict there uh, with the most easily available other arena takes but, a lot of time to freeze and then defrost that ice yeah it does yeah it takes a lot of time to run that zamboni across yeah um let's look at the card for nxt takeover dallas uh we kind of got our tickets uh i was online we were both myself and i were both online trying to grab them uh for the oh, pre man. for the pre-sale and the actual sale we were ready to go and we had our pre-sale password and that sold out quicker than we could hit buy at the correct time that was a stressful day oh my god the same thing happened then (laughs) and it was just the same thing happened for the general release it just fucking like lightning quick and there was the worst thing is when you get in the queue it puts you in the queue online when you're trying to buy on Ticketmaster over there and like we thought we were nearly there and then by the time like we had to sit there and stew for about like 10 or 11 minutes watching the thing count down then it got down to zero and went yeah sorry fuck off great brilliant so we ended up skyping like i think we really got on though like we got on StubHub quick and we managed to get on there before things went really crazy like we got our seats are in the top bowl um they're not obstructed thankfully um they're kind of like um if you're looking at the entrance ramp it's like up and to the left but not behind right um, so like it, it, they're reasonably good for what we could get on StubHub at the time that wasn't ridiculous and I think there were $50 tickets if we had managed to get in but we ended up getting them for I think 149 or something like that okay which well, is like look it's a triple it's triple the price it's triple the price <laughs> yeah but it's I, even saying that like it sounds ridiculous me saying that but it's not as ridiculous as the other prices that were on StubHub that was about the best for a non-obstructed view that we could get like there were seats that weren't even that much better than ours that were going for three and four hundred dollars. Oh man! So and that, originally we were looking at floor seats. Yeah. And, uh, Arrogantly. On StubHub, they're like over a grand. Yeah. Ridiculous. Absolutely Shit, ridiculous. Man. Do people really want to get that close to Asuka? I mean, yes, obviously we all do, <laughs> but come on. <laughs> let's look. At, let's look at this. This card for uh, NXT Takeover. Number one here on the list. I'm going by Wikipedia, the most reliable source available, obviously. Uh, our opening contest, well, at least the, the first contest here, is going to be Austin Aries making his debut for NXT against Big Banter Corbin, a favourite of Amos. I love it. Go back to Ring of Honor, Austin <laughs> Aries. Uh, thoughts, predictions, gentlemen, for this one? Uh, I like Big Banter myself. I think he's gotten better. Um, I like Austin Aries, except for when he's going on rants about how consumerism is bad. Um, <laughs> I think it'd be all right. I think Austin Aries in, in WWE is just the weirdest fit ever. Isn't but he's, it? Good. he's good, but like, 
you know, he's, he's I, good, I don't know. But like, he's a very squeaky wheel, and they are still in a protracted legal dispute with the last really squeaky wheel they had. Yeah, you know. I keep waiting for the day that I go online and there's a report that he got in a shoot fight with the Ryback or something. <laughs> <laughs> It's a, it's a very strange, like, just seeing Austin Aries and against, of all people, Baron Corbin is very strange. Mark, your, your thoughts on this? It's it's probably the best um, pairing for, for Corbin, considering he's his current gimmick. Uh, um, I thought that the the beatdown that he did on Corbin on that episode of NXT was really, really good. Like, the, the most effective he's looked, the most, um, most menacing he's looked. Um, it's going to be a, just a very weird matchup. Um, I mean, like Aries is a pretty small guy, so like most people, it's going to look weird the the kind of size difference. But this one's really going to show it. Um, but Aries has been the kind of guy that's always presented himself being a little bit kind of bigger than he actually is. Um, he's always had that that presence about him, um, and I imagine that more than anything else, considering that he feels and a lot of people agree that he should have been there a good few years ago with the whole um tough enough situation Mm -hmm. that like he's just gonna be constantly out to to prove a point um and i'd like to think that he's kind of got his head on straight in terms of knowing the right things to say and minus p's and q's yeah you know um so i'm i'm intrigued by this like i I, I as I agree that uh, that Corbin uh, has improved tremendously. Um, so I'd imagine Aries wins this one. Um, well, there's a lot. Of, way I'm intrigued. There's a lot of talk that there, um, or at least there was a little while ago. It's counting down a little bit now that Big Banter might be one of the next ones that's getting a, a call up to see how he does. Um, so it, it might make sense if Austin Aries is going to be there for a while. Um, you know, do the job on the way out. Yeah. Um, I also don't think really that. Baron Corbin gets anywhere with the NXT viewers if he wins. I don't see them seeing him uh, like elevated in their eyes uh, to any respect if he wins. And it's kind of it's one of those things like it's it's WrestleMania weekend. You want to have the the feel good factor at a certain point. And uh, I would strongly suspect that uh, the crowd in that building that night are going to be very much in favor of young Austin Aries. I assume so. Even though he's not very young, I haven't <laughs> seen an Austin Aries match for I'd say. 10 years <laughs> dear god it was when the he beat joe hang on Amon, uh, hang on let's be let's be, there's no judgment here have you ever seen an austin aries match i've seen that i saw him beat joe for the ring of honor title whenever okay. that was good god that was the last one wow probably 2005 maybe i remember being so excited for that one month push towards destination x with him it was Destination, Destination X, wasn't it? Or... Yeah, yeah. I yeah, he won the belt. With him winning the belt from Bobby Roode. Like, that was incredible. And then, of course, as with everything else in TNA, it just just fell apart, like, almost immediately after that happened. Um, So, like, I'm really, I'm, I, like, I've always been a big fan of Austin Aries. Like, how can you not be uh, a big fan of a man who wears a cape to a ring and calls himself the greatest man who ever lived? Um, It's hard to dislike that. Um. So yeah, I'd, I'd definitely say that Aries is going to pull this one out. Anyone anyone here pulling for a big banter? Well, me, obviously. Oh, yes. But um, if, if Aries shows the kind of will and desire that he showed 12 years ago against Samoa Joe, <laughs> I think he can get the job done. Is that kind of cutting analysis that we have you here for? You've been watching your tapes. I've been watching. I mean, yes, I have. I Will I watch it 12 years ago? 
<laughs> yeah, live to tape. Yeah, same thing. Uh, our second contest here on the list, we've got The Revival, which is a name that every time I hear or say it, I warm to it more. So, yeah. At first, when I heard the name The Revival, I thought it was a really stupid name, or as someone on some podcast that listened to said it, it sounds more like what you should have called uh, Bray Wyatt's Brood was The Revival. Because oh yeah, that's a good idea. It sounds like a weird kind of like messianic cult sort of thing, the revival, rather than like the revival of old school tag team wrestling, which is what they're supposed to be. So the ma- so the men that uh, kind of people cannot tell apart uh, for the most part, Scott Dawson and Dash Wilder, they're the champions and they're defending the NXT Tag Team Championships against just a wonderful team. Uh, American Alpha, Jason Jordan, and among the greatest men in the world, Chad Gable. Uh, throw this out to the to the group here thoughts on this match I'm very very excited for this um, I am also excited I really like uh, Jordan and Gable Gable is just a, it's just a fantastic man and I assume seeing him live and in the flesh and uh, doing all his stuff and flipping it out it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good time I, I, I like I just <sighs> I didn't at first when they came together like obviously as soon as I started watching Chad Gable I was like this guy like he just like he gets it he's so good already and he's like he's barely been in NXT a wet week um Jason Jordan I was kind of cold on at first but the more time goes on and I think I uh, I I said this to Mark one week when we were watching NXT here in the house that like I really like Jason Jordan now he's just he's just like he's he's solid he's would you call him a hoss, Mark? He's he's just a little bit on the hoss, but what he does, um, he does very well, which is uh, he does the hot tag, you know, and he's very good at throwing people about. Um, he does, <laughs> yeah, he, he's good at that. Um, I hope that they mix it up a little bit for the for the 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 title match because their matches have become just just a tad formulaic in terms of. Gable uh, gets in there, does his uh, his 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 grabs, uh, and then they get the heat on him before Jordan comes in, gets the hot tag, and boom, one two three. And to be fair, it's fine up until Mania because uh, they've done a very very simple but effective build of, of making them um, you know the team, the number one contenders. Uh, but I I think this will be a really good match. I really like the revival, other than the name. Um, I think they the job that they have to do they do very well and um yeah i I think this will probably be one of the matches of the weekend i think i think so as well uh barry in this match that pits uh two teams of men who enjoy bringing towels to the ring who do you think is going to come out (laughs) on top (laughs) um oh it's tough to say because it's like i think like the obvious answer would be well, it's WrestleMania weekend, so they're gonna you know this will be the big moment for Jason and Jordan, but um, I don't know. I I thought Enzo and Cass were winning in London, so I'm my my barometer for these isn't great. Yeah. Um, I think. I think I think Jason and Jordan win, and I think it's gonna be a great match. Obviously, um, uh, I actually really I I like Gable like everyone does, but I think I actually really really like uh, Jason Jordan. Um. I think he's going to get, you know, a lot better, you know, in, in the in the coming months. He's already really good. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw Dash and Dawson on the main roster fairly soon. 
because um, you know they don't always they don't always bring up like the biggest stars you know the the raw after mania like last yeah. year it was you know um lucha dragons lucha dragons which was a bit out of left field because it's as great as Kalisto is, I, th- I, th- I think even even in NXT, I don't think people were way into that team. No. I know I certainly wasn't. <laughs> oh, um, God, no. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, uh, I think that I think they might be uh, main roster bound, which I would certainly be very interested in. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I, I think it'll be a great match regardless, and I, I do think it'll be the uh, the big moment for the lads, uh, Jason and Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Uh, next, the next match on this is uh, not quite. I'm not quite as excited for this as the last one. It's uh, Apollo Cruz versus the Drifter. Fuck man. Yeah. <laughs> what? I tell you what, lads. Right, Apollo Cruz has been a little bit of a flop. Dare I say? I was I, just yeah, gonna say this. Fucking sucks, man. Apollo like, Cruz sucks. Like <laughs> literally, he just smiles. It's been stop smiling, you idiot. Simple. <laughs> Since he debuted, I think it was it was Brooklyn, wasn't it? Was his first match the yes that incredible show in Brooklyn? Yeah, and I think since then it's been just downhill. Um, with the exception of he had a, an an enjoyable match with uh, Balor. Um, I enjoyed that, but apart from that, like, and I think what's letting him down a lot is his talking or lack thereof. Yeah. Um, but like, Mark, walk us through the the mystery of what's happening to young Apollo Cruz. It's not really much of a fucking mystery. He's just um, a very boring, bland, I can't say white meat baby face. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, edit that bit out. Um, He's just, he's he's not very interesting. He's match, uh, you know, he's been, he's made Ty Dillinger not fun to watch. And if you can do that, you've got problems. <laughs> is like, is part of the, the, the Apollo Crews conundrum that in WWE and with WWE style, he is not given the freedom to be as, uh, for want of a better word, flippy as he would have been, uh, before arriving in NXT. Yeah, that's part of it, I guess. Uh, yeah, it's just, I'd really like, <sighs> Like, my only biting thought about this match at all, like, I should be, considering, like, the bluster at which they introduced Apollo Crews uh, to NXT, I should be very excited for this, to see him presumably squash the Drifter. But the only emotion I'm feeling about this whole match is, fuck the Drifter. I tell you what, I mean, let's, as as much as we're kind of down on Apollo Crews, I I don't want to overlook the Drifter. (laughs) And his problems. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you take that one, Barry? Tell us about the, the Drifter. And well, why, I don't, why I don't watch NXT all the time. So it's kind of this like alien thing to me where I'm like, I don't understand what these people like. I think the Full Sail crowd's the weirdest crowd ever. And it's like, so the Drifter isn't over at all. And, and, and it's like, you get the vibe that even the NXT fans think it's this weird rubbish thing. Yeah. But it's like, but but you people like blue pants. And yeah. you like, you people, I'd say you people, that's terrible. Um, <laughs> you you folks. Uh, you, I mean, you I also, I, I also, I also don't really get the VOD villains either. I think it's just very, something about it just doesn't wash me. I, so I, I don't see why the Drifter is more unusual than... Um, than any of the other stuff that gets over there. Although he is a markedly worse wrestler, I'll give him that much. There is there is one uh, thing about the Drifter that I really enjoyed. I saw a video. I can't remember whether it was from like a taping or from like a house show or something like that, where the Drifter was making his entrance and 
his music starts playing and the spotlight comes over and he's sitting at the bar in the venue. Yeah. And then proceeds to like just finish his drink and then stand up and do his entrance. Just ambles his way yeah. through. Yeah. And I was like, okay, right, that that's pretty great. <laughs> but like other than that, it's just been awful. Um like what the, what's his gimmick? What kind of drifter is like four hundred pounds and what? ripped? That... <laughs> what's he fucking he, eating? He, he's eating well for a drifter, I'm telling you. He, yeah, must, be, he must be killing some amount of prostitutes and eating. <laughs> you, you've kind of you've kind of brought up the, the the other thing. The only other good thing about the drifter is uh Corey Graves commentary on the drifter oh god it's burying the same questions like what the fuck is he what is his point i have turned a corner massively on Corey graves on commentary the last little while um like i do think he needs to go away forever from all those uh like panel shows before yes. pay-per-views yeah god those them terrible. in general need to go away yeah everybody like everybody on those is terrible like there was a couple there's been a couple of times where like someone debuts and at the first couple of times like oh they're pretty good like do you remember the first couple of times alex Riley did commentary or the pre-show thing and i was like oh actually like he's not terrible at this and then proceeded to like get in infinitely more terrible every single time he appeared on television after that um but yeah i fuck this match basically is uh all I'm saying, and we won't even get to hear Corey Graves burying the Drifter because we'll be in the building. So Barry might have actually made the best decision when it comes to that match. Yeah, I will. Do, I will bury him on your behalf. Don't worry. <laughs> what we'll do is like we'll we'll go out to the concession stand and try and get on the Wi-Fi and watch the match out from the concession stand and listen to Corey Graves bury him I'm rather than try be there. Steal the Drifter's guitar. <laughs> Dave, all I'm going to say is we've spent more than five seconds on this match. I know, which is hopefully uh, a lot longer than the match will last. Uh, the next match, and if you had said this to me even six months ago, I would not have believed that like, I would ever say this out loud. Sami Zayn versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Excuse me, I'm just going to put my trousers back on. Okay, <laughs> carry on. What? <laughs> like, I, I'll tell you, like, you know, we paid triple the price for uh, the tickets for NXT, but I have the... I have never felt better about that decision in my life than when I saw that that match was happening. Um, Mark, you're a bit of a fan of Shinsuke Nakamura. He's he's one of my boys. He's one of your boys. You've seen him live before. I have indeed. Thoughts uh, on the- I, I I got a, a signed uh, A4 from him uh, for which he was a bit of a prick about it. But <laughs> at the same time, I was like... It's Shinsuke, and I, I can't really fault him for it. It kind of just adds to his aura. He's he's a, he's a good man. Uh, he's very good live, as you can probably imagine. The yeah, the word on the street is he is a little bit prickly, but uh, he <laughs> he's very good at the graps. Uh, so you can't really uh, discount that. Barry, is this the one that really pains you that you're not going to be in the building for? This was yeah, this was the one that I was considering paying the ridiculous prices for the bad seats for. I mean, I, as much as I enjoyed, I enjoyed my NXT live experience previously, and I'm sure, I'm sure they don't really have many bad takeover shows, if ever they've had one. I don't think they have. Um, but honestly, I wouldn't have felt too bad if it wasn't for this one match. If it wasn't for this one match, I'd probably make my peace with it. But yeah, I'll, I'll be excited to just see it, like see it regardless on TV or in any capacity. But yeah, I'm sure it'll burn me up a little bit that uh, that uh, I'm not going to be there live. But yeah, God, what a match. What a match to just come out of the blue and make... You know, as soon as you you know announced he was there, that's the first thing you do. Um, yeah, God, I can't wait. 
Amo, what has your uh, work down in the tape libraries uh, unveiled for you about this match? Well, I've looked into Shinsuke Nakamura's history and I can confirm that he's a mean free kick taker. He scored several <laughs> in the Champions League for Celtic. A notable one against Manchester United. You'll probably remember it very well. I will, yes. Probably. And uh, if he brings those skills to the table, Sami Zayn will not be prepared for a free kick specialist like Shinsuke Nakamura. It would be the greatest bait and switch of all time if a, if a small Japanese man in a football kit came out and started Listen, taking dead balls from the ramp. I would mark out huge. <laughs> uh, predictions for this. Uh, we know Sami Zayn is, as it happens, on the main roster now. He's uh, he's uh, doing double duty this weekend. He's going to be on the big show as well. Um, so are, are we assuming that Shinsuke is getting a win on night one? I mean, that feels like the safe bet, sure. I don't... I, uh, 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 unless Paul signed him just to prove a point and he beats him. <laughs> just he to just, bury Japan. And then the drifter comes out and, like, just beats him as well, and that's his next feud. Oh, God, that... Oh, God. A Shinsuke versus Elias Samson match. That is... Or a, a Shinsuke Big Banter Corbin feud. Oh, that might help Big Banter. He's he can tell him to go back to GET. <laughs> These all sound great. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I think I I think that's the one match of the whole night where it do, the crowd isn't going to care who wins. Uh, they're just going to have a whale of a time the entire time. But I, yeah, I think the safe bet is that uh, Sami Zayn is going up onto the main roster. He doesn't really need the win, um, especially well depending on what our predictions say. Uh, especially if he's going to do quite well on WrestleMania on Sunday. Uh, the women's championship match: Bailey versus Asuka. This could be um, a contender for match of the night. Excuse me, put my, my trousers back on. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> I tell you, two of the most popular people at the Glasgow show, uh, and I tell you, it was so great because there was this like really diehard contingent there, like a significant amount, uh, a real ICW contingent. Uh, like uh, this is around December time so they were playing TLC ads and everyone booed and everyone booed every mention of Roman Reigns there were ICW chants because there was very brief glimpses of ICW footage during a, a Finn Balor video package and despite all that God, everyone was so fucking happy to see Bailey. They were so happy to see her. When her music came on, everyone cheered and they were happy and the the inflatable men came out and I jumped out of my seat and nearly had to be escorted out. <laughs> Bailey is like this ba- Bailey's this great equalizer and that everyone loves her. She is um, like the, she is like the and this is a very strange comparison. She's like the Tanahashi of NXT. She is the greatest babyface in the world. Yeah. Um, it is impossible not to like her and she's going up against Asuka who is just like walking death and kicks and it's going to be fantastic um, I'll tell you what I want to see more than Asuka at NXT is Asuka at Access and seeing some of the mouth breathers that would be wandering around trying to have any kind of communication or just interaction with her uh, that <laughs> I'm right here. I'm right here, Mark. (laughs) I mean, I'll enjoy watching her kill all of them uh, in in glorious death. Uh, Yeah, that's like, when I think about it, um, Bailey was probably my favorite wrestler to watch last year because she had my favorite matches last year um, outside of... Bailey um, versus Sasha in Brooklyn was my match of the year last year. Yeah. Uh, Um, Either that or... 
fucking Nakamura Ibushi. Um, yeah. So when I think about it, and I hadn't really put too much thought into it, but like Asuka Bailey is probably, yeah, might be like one of the top three matches of me of the weekend. In fact, most of the matches that I'm really looking forward to are all fucking on NXT. Yeah. Um. Like I, I just Asuka is fantastic. Bailey is fantastic. I'm. There's a lot of talk as well that Bailey is one of the people that might be coming up after WrestleMania, so I wouldn't be shocked to see Asuka win the title here. Uh, and I think this is another one of those matches where I think people will be a bit bummed if Bailey doesn't win, uh, just because everybody, everybody loves Bailey. Um, yeah. But I don't think people would have a problem. Like if you're going to lose to somebody, Asuka is probably the one on that roster that people are going to have the least amount of problem with. Maybe Carmella either. Like, but that would be not as great a match to say the least. Um, don't diss Carmella, man. <laughs> she's f-a-b-u-l-o-u-s yeah <laughs> but uh yeah i like i'm really looking forward to it like i said bailey had my match of the year last year and uh when i was watching the um the london show the london takeover i was watching it live and i nearly broke my phone because i marked out so much when she what was it what was it she uh, in the middle of the match with Emma, she popped out of something and put her in the Asuka lock out of nowhere. Yeah. And I, like, I remember that, yeah. everybody flipped out and I literally threw my phone into the wall because I just jumped out of bed. I was like, what the fuck? But uh, yeah, I am really looking forward to that match. Uh, if I had to put money on it, I would say Asuka um, right now. It, it seems like it, it's the right time if <laughs> Bailey is going up. Um even though they probably could get a great rematch a couple of months down the line if Bailey was to hold on to it. But it seems like kind of um, just with the way TV is going and stuff like that, there's like several uh, programs you could do with Asuka afterwards that make sense based on what she's been doing on TV. Whereas with Bailey, it seems like they're kind of trying to wrap things up there with her to send her off on her merry way. Um, would you lads be in agreement with that or anybody kind of rooting for Bailey here? Mm, it feels like I don't know. It's it's tough. I don't. I don't want to speculate that too many people are going to go up to the main roster because it's like NXT still has to exist. Yeah. But I feel like she's also done everything there is to do as well. Um. Yeah. I I think Asuka's a safe bet. I think it's time to pass the torch, so to speak. Yeah. Um, I'm still just waiting for uh, our pal Phil uh, Finn rather to uh, break her little girl heart. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna happen. Speaking of which, in the main event, we have uh, an eagerly anticipated rematch. Finn Balor defending the NXT Championship against Samoa Joe. Um, they had a, a very enjoyable match in London. Um, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, they did. And uh, I was just trying to think back to that. There, You're just now. checking the tape there. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, just rewinding the tape there, yeah. Um, it was a good time. I'm really looking forward to this. Uh, the important question that is going to be on uh, everyone's mind of the weekend. Uh, do we see the hashtag bizclizz? Mark? Uh, sure, why not? You reckon? Yeah. Barry? If you're going to do it, Mania is the place to do it. It's either that or if he comes up on Raw, maybe there. Oh, I don't know. There's a million ways they could go with it. Yeah, I, I guess they didn't They didn't broadcast the NXT show last year, did they? No. Okay, so if, if this is like, if they want to make this, if this is almost like the NXT WrestleMania, then uh, sure. Because if you look at it, like it looks like it's going to be a great card, but if you're if, if it's missing something, it's the potential for a huge angle or revelation or surprise and i'd say that would be as good as any 
Um, so yeah, I say that's actually probably a safe bet. Yeah, I I I kind of laugh because like looking back months now, I think a lot of people are like are saying with about with Finn, it's like heel turns coming, heel turns coming. Like as I think it was like uh, I don't know who it was. It might have been one of one of you guys that uh, like tweeted, you know, Finn leather jacket heel turn confirmed. Um, so like I would like to see him before he goes up. Like I don't know how you'd do it because I, I know myself and Mark talked about this idea of them coming up and him uh, turning heel with the uh, the Balor Club and kind of like it's it'd be very difficult to do that with Joe being a heel in that match. Um, but I would like to see him get a little bit of a heel run before he goes up, um, just to see what he can do. Because, like, even though he's kind of, he's great and I love him and stuff, but like he hasn't been lighting the world on fire uh, with his talking uh, on NXT the time he's been there. But as Mark kind of remarked to me when we talked about it, he was a lot better as a heel in Japan uh, talking. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I kind of find it hard to think Joe's coming away with the title. So I'm I'm gonna pick Finn here. What about you guys? Yeah, I don't I don't I don't see Joe winning either. Um, I I'd say Finn. Emma. Ooh, I assume I assume Finn. I mean, all the talk is that he's going to be the the face of NXT, and what a face it is. But um, <laughs> I assume that he'll he'll win and keep on trucking. So I don't know what's next for him. Yeah, it's kind of he's one of the ones that like you know if, if Sammy's gone, if Bailey goes. It's like, is it too much then? Like, do you kind of... Like, obviously, Shinsuke's there for a while. And but, the Drifter. And the Drifter. Uh, and Big Banter. But, like, is it kind of one too many if Finn comes up as well? Then? So, like, is yeah, he, he going to... see it happening. Is he going to stick around for a while? Well, to be fair, there's a whole podcast you could do alone on who would be coming up and what they would do with them. But, but considering they have a number of people like the whole mid card of, of WWE is, is flooded with guys that they don't know what to do with who are very talented and what does concern me. And we'll see how it goes with Sammy. Um, but there's a number of guys, any of them that they could bring up that will just end up sat in that saturation, saturation of, of, um, the middle of the card. Um, and that they'll just they'll just kind of run around aimless. I mean, you look at Neville over the last year, um, and obviously he's injured now. But like they did nothing with him. Uh, Tyler came up straight away, and and that's is... that's been the like the the one out of all the promotions in the last while that has gone by like really really badly is Tyler. Yeah. So like Finn and and Joe are the two that if they did bring him up, I would presume they would want to do with more with them, but who knows at this point yeah um it's kind of and it does worry me with people bringing up like how things have gone like i know it's early doors yet but like sammy hasn't quite kicked off the way i would be hoping he would now the fact that you have him do a long competitive match with fucking stardust probably doesn't help uh but hopefully this this weekend with him doing double duty and being an, uh, like on NXT and WrestleMania where he is going to be beloved will hopefully help kick things off for him. Um, but with Finn, yeah, there is that risk that he comes up and they he just kind of gets lost because the kind of... I find it hard to think he's going straight up and into like the main event bracket. So what do you do with him then if not there? Um, it's kind of difficult but that's NXT anyway we'll move on to 
the next show, not quite as excited for this show, but like still, there's, there's a couple of uh, interesting things on this. We're going to uh, Supercard of Honor Night 2 uh, from Ring of Honor. And we've got four matches so far confirmed for this. Um, the first one, this is the one that when it was announced, I was really, really excited by. Uh, Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, yeah, they always have great matches. Mm-hmm. I am a massive fan of Kyle O'Reilly. Like, I think it's kind of redundant to say, like, if you're into kind of uh, wrestling and indie wrestling, you, you, it's almost taken as a given that you're a fan of Adam Cole, baby. But uh, I really, really love Kyle O'Reilly. Um, so, like, I'm very, very excited for this one. Uh, Mark? Is he Irish? No, he does wear green and black trunks, though. So I think he's of Irish heritage. I, I, I would yeah, imagine. Look, you, look, look how yeah, look how pale and ginger he is. <laughs> it's in there somewhere. I was just making a wild presumption. Yeah, those two had a. Uh, what the hell was the match they had a couple of years ago where Cole ended up with a couple of his front teeth knocked out? Uh, it's like a hybrid rules match or something, and it started off shit because they were trying to do some fake MMA but as soon as the blood kind of started flowing um, it turned into a really good match uh, this time the roles are reversed and I th- I'm i pretty sure those two have had at least one PWG match I'm sure they have yeah I think they have yeah they have yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah those two are always really good so that will be that'll be a good time uh, Amo how like how much or little knowledge do you have of the kind of the, the Ring of Honor card in general like who's on it and uh, in particular Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole what's your kind of uh, interaction with those two fine men um, well Adam Cole of course transferred to Manchester United from Newcastle <laughs> 7 million pounds <laughs> it was a big fee at that time in 1995 did very well uh, had a good career uh, Kylie O'Reilly is an Irish Kylie Minogue tribute act. <laughs> and uh, she's very good. Is she a good worker? She's a, a stiff worker. <laughs> snug, <laughs> snug, not stiff. She's known to throw a few potatoes from time to time. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah, I know. I know fucking nothing, lads. I don't like wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> this is the, the funny thing that's come up, come up like over the course of this whole uh, booking thing. Like when I was in that flurry of like buying tickets for everything, the person who was most excited about getting tickets for more wrestling was the one of us who probably enjoys <laughs> it the least, and that's Amo. Like well, that's you, wa- I've, I've had the least exposure to it, so I don't know what I'm in for. It's all starting to hit home now, though. Let me tell you, you want to over does with it to get rid of it out of your system for good when we're there exactly it's like a smack habit yeah like you you proposed the idea of getting tickets to evolve so that we would have to run from ring of honor to go to evolve and then run out of evolve to get to the wrestlecon super show yeah <laughs> what a day that'd be i know you love it mark don't you you can't wait <laughs> I, I decline <laughs> all of these ideas of yours uh then we got uh bobby fish and roderick strong i'm, I'm looking forward to that one as well that's gonna be a good one. I enjoy yeah, Bobby Fish's Bobby mustache. Fish, I think is is kind of underrated. I think he's very good. He definitely is. the The Fish and Kyle O'Reilly team, uh, Red Dragon, is awesome. Uh, I have I have great time for them. And yeah, you're right. Of the pair of them, I think Bobby Fish is the one who doesn't really get the plaudits he really deserves. Mm. Um, so it'd be good to get him. You know, see him in the kind of uh, singles match spotlight. And it is a two out of three falls match. Oh man! So, you know, hashtag work rate and all that kind of crap. Um, it's gonna be a good time, and it it goes out saying as well. Um, Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly is a no holds barred match. Oh, is it? I did not yeah. even know. 
So it's going to be a good time. Shit. We've we've also then got which is going to be like this is going to be a wonderful clusterfuck and very flippy. Uh, we've got a four corner survival tag team match for the number one contendership to the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championship that has the Addiction Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian versus the Briscoes Alan Farrell's favorite tag team Two K Six versus the Motor City Machine Guns versus the Young Bucks. Uh, I'm excited for this. My first time seeing um, a lot of these guys live. Particularly, I'm excited to see the Young Bucks live for the first time. Yeah, that'd be great. That's going to be a good time. They are they are great men. Uh, Mark, your your thoughts on this uh, this tag team encounter? Uh, well, I saw the Young Bucks versus Zack Saber Junior. and Mike Skull many many years ago, um, and that was to this day still one of my favorite experiences live. Um, I can't remember if that was the same show where, uh, to this day, El Generico still owes me a fiver. <laughs> Could be. You've been sending uh, invoices to that orphanage in Tijuana. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I should. Oh, I should try and ask Sammy Callahan about my fifty quid when I'm in Texas. <laughs> I, just, I, I still haven't got that. There's just a posse of debt collectors coming over <laughs> from Europe to this weekend of wrestling. The Irish are coming. <laughs> in, indie wrestlers, the scum of the earth. Yeah, I come on. What, what can be said? It's going to be a fucking uh, just absolute chaos. And yeah. I'm sure it'll be a fun time, you and, know? And the same can be said then for the other match that's announced. Uh, and that's the All Night Re- Express, Red Titus and Kenny King versus Matt Seidel and ACH. That was the most recently announced match. That, I think that's going to be a lot of fun as well. I saw myself, actually, anyway, I believe it was the first time we met was when we went to that uh, WWE house show. Oh, yeah. And we saw young Matt Seidel. Uh, when he was Evan Bourne do battle with uh, Big Bertie Banter who at the time was still wrestling under the mask as Dos Caris Jr. That was a very strange time in all of our lives. Yeah. How the mighty have fallen since then <laughs> in both of their cases and in both our cases. Uh, indeed, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as we were expo- that was the famous night where a young child was trying to very rationally explain to his father behind us how that Randy Orton had actually murdered The Undertaker. <laughs> which was great like, which was particularly great when we thought about that it was actually some years after that angle had happened that he was trying to explain that and like The Undertaker was back on TV a long time at that point but he was he was dead sure no da he actually killed The Undertaker he is well, yeah, dead Undertaker's the dead man walking he, so that he is. he's dead from the it's time true. Randy Orton killed him it's true it's yes true. that child is wiser than we will ever be Moving on to the next show of the weekend. I don't know if you're going to this one, Barry. I actually hadn't asked you before. Uh, we're going to what I think is going to be um, between the actual experience and then the show itself, uh, Amo's favourite part of the weekend. And that's WrestleCon and the WrestleCon Super Show. Uh, I'm not going to the Super Show. I'm also I'm currently not going to the Ring of Honor pay-per-view. Um, that, the, that is being looked into, I, I believe, at the moment. <laughs> are you people going to are anything? A friend. No, well, <laughs> well, no, because going, no, because he's going, he's I'm going to get murdered. A ticket. Um, if anyone has a WrestleMania ticket they'd like to sell, I'll, you I, I, literally anything other than the plane. <laughs> no, but uh, so so for the for the Ring of Honor pay per view, um, uh, I think it's being looked into. Friends of friends are being asked for favors. Uh, and it's watched this space, so I don't know if I'm going there yet. I am. I am going to Ring of Honor TV the next day. The TV tapings. Oh, on. yeah. So, so you're at the one we're at then. Yeah. So are, are you guys not at the pay per view either? No, we're at night two because it clashes with NXT. Yeah, it clashes with NXT. 
Uh, oh, okay, yes. Yeah, so I, I should probably make mention of that to the group because I think I think even if it was actually physically going to ROH, I'm pretty sure we'd all rather stay in and watch NXT on TV. Uh, so yeah, so yeah, no, um, uh, no WWN Super Show for me. No WrestleCon as of this moment. Again, it we're playing it very kind of fly by the seat of our pants. I think there will be some impulse decisions on the day. And if they're available, there will be like we might just decide to buy tickets on the door for this stuff. But uh, yeah, not not going as of right now. Not going to WrestleCon. Amo, you've been tasked with getting um, photos with as obscure a wrestler as you can find at WrestleCon. Mm. Who are your leading contenders at this point? Well, who, have you, who have you been scouting? I know you've 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 had your scouting network in the process of trying to figure this out for weeks. Well, I'm initially, I was looking for names I recognized. And I realized that was a mistake. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm now just looking for the, the stranger characters. Also, I'm trying to avoid people who wear masks because I think they may not actually be the people that they're pretending to be. <laughs> if I was a wrestler wearing a mask and I had to do one of these stupid shows with all these geeks showing up trying to get pictures with you, I would just send some bloke in my mask and say, here, say booyaka every few seconds and... He'll get away with it. Look, that was Liger that I met, and don't take that dream away from me. <laughs> the, right? the, the best way to tell, like, if, if you're not sure whether, like, whether it's a mask or something else, whether it's, like, a fan or not, is, like, are they carrying nine belts at the same time walking around? If they are, they're either a fan or Dan Severn. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the leading candidates, well, Justin Incredible is uh, a leading candidate, just because he's... He is now called Justin Incredible. He is which, no longer... which, is not as, which is not as clever as your original name, mate. <laughs> no, but listen, the lawyers stepped in. He had to add an extra in. Justin also, also, he must now be known as PJJ Polacco. <laughs> uh, who else is there? I mean, Scott Steiner will be... It, it's going to be interesting just to see how bad these people look, I think. They'll be the main <laughs> Like Marty Gennetti. What oh the God. hell is he going to look like? <laughs> Older than time. I can I imagine at this he... point he oh probably God. looks like a destroyed bollock. I'm trying to think who <laughs> is someone who is someone that like a lot of people either don't know or don't care about and that Amo definitely wouldn't know. And I'm like, I bet Tejano Jr. is probably at this show. There, and... there will be a heavy Lucha Underground presence. Yeah, so you can get, like, you can get the biggest non... He, he, it's for context, Amo. He lost to Chavo like two weeks ago, I think. Oh, Chavo! He, and he, uh, he, I think he beat him <laughs> last week. So uh, yeah. I may, I may try and meet Lance Storm just to ask him why he blocked me on Twitter. <laughs> is it because I called him a cunt? And what I can do is I can be there for the exact moment you finish asking that question to take the picture <laughs> the of his reaction. <laughs> ask him. Is it because I support my local library? Yeah, or my local <laughs> cancer charities. My local cancer charities that you hate. Fa- Ask him why he loves cancer. <laughs> F- guys, favorite landstorm burial: libraries or cancer charities? If you have to pick oh, I one, I know it's so good. No, my favorite one is um, that guy from ECW who died. He's like, I have no memories of this man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was great. Just don't say anything, Lance Mate. Just don't bother. No thoughts or memories. <laughs> oh, what, a cunt. what about what about him not being impressed with Connor the Crusher's dad mourning the loss of his dead child? Stop. 
Oh, I think <laughs> I think if he was at the like the board meetup in Dallas, we would finally have someone who was the asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, Mohammed Hassan is going to be there. You can ask him what he's going to do about the Muslims. What <laughs> is your stance, Mohammed? Could have done something. If you if you tweet that anecdote, you could go viral like that guy who spoke to that lady. Yeah. You could be. I I saw Mohammed Hassan walking down the street. And I asked. <laughs> oh dear. Um. There's a few. We have five matches announced for this, and um, one of these. What a card! Is, yeah, one of these is not like the others. Yeah, listeners at home, play along. Try to figure out which one. <laughs> um, the the first match I have here is a lucha trios match, and we've got uh, Aerostar, Phoenix, and Andrew Everett versus Drago, Fireball, and Jack Evans. Amo, can I guess? Have you only heard of one of those six men? Um. I've heard of the place, Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> but I've, I have heard of uh, of Jack Evans. I've seen I've seen a few Jack Evans matches back in the day. He's pretty he's pretty good at the flips and and stuff. He's a very right flippy man. Place. Yeah, I like it. Um, Barry, as the Lucha Underground correspondent for the podcast here, um, looking forward to this one. The yeah, idea of this one. Great. I know you're not going to be there, but uh, how does it sound? It sounds great. I don't know who this is. Fireball? Is that one of the guys? That's uh, Flamita from uh, Dragon Gate. Okay, yeah, all right. Yeah, um, yeah. God, a great a great roster. I think, obviously, I think Lucha Underground is the very in thing. with Well, with the type of crowd who likes wrestle, go to, you know, would go to WrestleCon. Yeah. So, yeah, God, a great great roster. Lads, Drago's great. Aerostar's great. Phoenix, obviously excellent. The current champion. Um, so, yeah, God, that's a great match on paper. Technical issues aside, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be um, quite wacky seeing a time traveler from space uh, take on a dragon in front of me. Uh, that's going to be fantastic. Is is he a time traveler or is he from space, Barry? Your thoughts? It's, it's up to it's up to interpretation. That's what's good about art. <laughs> yeah, who am I to try and definitively interpret art? That's yeah, yeah. That, that's my bad. Uh, the next match we have is a six-man tag captain's choice match, and there there are fewer stranger captains to have go up against each other. Team Jeff Jarrett versus Team Joey Ryan. What? Yeah, <laughs> with no yep. no actual competitors announced. What, yet. what what are they what are they feuding over? Who Ten do I tag. like less? <laughs> Oh, harsh words for undercover cop Joey Ryan. I actually like Jeff Jarrett. That's not fair. Oh. Wow. Shade. <laughs> Shade. <laughs> Shade is being thrown. A double J, double M-A. <laughs> um, Mark, are you bringing your Global Force Wrestling t-shirt to uh, cheer on your boy? No. <laughs> <laughs> Concise. I like it. Uh, there's no they haven't for this 10 man tag they haven't announced a single participant yet I'm like I'm assuming the captains are taking part or are they just going to be like standing there doing like dick spots I, I don't know um, 
we'll find out on the night, I suppose. They baited us there with that. Uh, the one, yeah. I think the one that's really sold me, I'm going to this show up next. Possibly the rematch of the year. Uh, Will Ospreay, Marty Skrull, or as uh, Amor refers to him, Martin Skrull. Yeah, I watched Martin that. Skrull. I watch, I watched that Ref Pro match, and it was uh, fantastic. Um, we were the dickheads that left before we got to see Will Ospreay uh, in Dublin some weeks ago. You idiot! You oh, idiot. you idiot! That match was great. Yeah, so we've been told by everybody. <laughs> Well, you live and you learn. Uh, apparently, yeah. We will get the later bus in future. Um, <laughs> Mark, you are more than familiar with these men, two of your countrymen, uh, Will Ospreay and, and Martin Skirtle. Um Looking forward to this? Oh, yeah. Uh, I've been watching, like, I, I, I'm not going to say I've been there from the start for Osprey, but <clears throat> I went to a lot of the, the progress shows. Um up until well pretty much up until i left england last year uh, and he's just gone from strength to strength and uh it's it's really cool to see where he is now and skull is someone that i've seen go from being part of a really good tag team with zach saber jr to being that guy from take me out to being <laughs> that guy who looks like hipster scumbag penguin <laughs> villain um somewhere there's a in that hybrid and yeah i mean the rev pro sh- the match was uh, phenomenal i've not seen the progress match yet i'm sure that is just as good if not better uh this this could easily be one of the matches of the weekend like these two have got something going on that has a lot of people excited at the moment and it makes me very happy that they're two of my my countrymen having seen will osprey for the first time live amo are you very excited for this match now that you know him i'm up for it he's a uh... I just like guys flipping around and stuff. <laughs> You're going to get that. Simple pleasures, but uh, yeah, um, the the match at OTT was great, and I have seen the 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 one from Rev Pro or Progress, whatever one was on Daily Motion. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it was good. Um, the whatever one where there was a fucking action figure on the line. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'd be the Rev Pro. Yeah, they fucking hell, Jesus. They kill that gimmick. I can give a shit at the end. It's like, fuck the action figures. Just pin someone. Um, so yeah, that'll be, that'll be really good. Looking forward to it. Um, the people's main event, Amo, that I know you're definitely looking forward to is Matt Hardy versus Lance Storm. Oh, yeah, this God. is going to be an interesting heel-face dynamic because if I'm not mistaken, Matt Hardy is, will be the heel in that match for some people. Not for me, obviously. Version one. Represent. Um, Mark, you're looking. I'm sure. I'm sure this is your match of the weekend. Uh I. I, I have not. I have nothing. I have <clears throat> nothing I can say about this match. <laughs> I thought Lance Storm retired like 15 years ago. He does that thing where it's like I'll I'll come out. He doesn't say it in these terms, but like I will do a match for money. Please give me money. And so, if the right number comes along, he'll do the match. Yeah, and the thing is, like, um, Jesus. I mean, the the last match of his that I really remember during this kind of ten year retirement tour was the Daniel Bryan match, but that was ten years ago at this point. Um, I don't know what matches he's had since then. I know he's had a few. I'm sure he keeps himself in shape better than most people at his age. 
I'm sure it'll be a, a perfectly fine little 10 minute match. And Amo will probably call him a cunt. <laughs> I will start a Lance as a cunt chant to whatever tune you choose, dear listeners. Whatever you want. Um, the actual main event for this um, show is... Uh, is this the main event? I'm not sure. I'm not. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure either. Well, it's the main event in my heart. Um, the Yeah, the five-way Monsters Ball match that features Trevor Lee versus AR Fox versus Abyss versus Jeff Hardy versus yes. Mystery. Versus hashtag speed. Yeah, um, who do yeah. we think? Do we want to do we want to place bets on who's going to be the stand-in for for redacted? Uh, I don't know. Pentagon. Yeah, he's there. He's going to be doing his autograph thing. So I imagine they can pull him in. Lassic, and that'd be a good pick. Ricochet, um, Bull Dempsey. Bull, De- <laughs> yeah, Bull Dempsey. Just to confirm, this is the weirdest match of all time. Bull Dempsey. Yeah. Yeah. Here, are they actually going to? So, are they going to do the gimmick where they get locked up in a in a box for a day beforehand with no food? Yeah, I'm going to check on them and wrestle. I'm going to make sure that's, that that's the stipulation for Monsters Ball. A lot of people yeah. think it's just a brawl, but you're wrong. Well, so it's the it, only thing worse than having to sit in a dark room with no food and water. You have to go to WrestleCon. <laughs> yeah, if I if I see Jeff Hardy milling around, sort of smoking a fag outside a building on the Friday, I'll be livid. I'll go to the papers. <laughs> if you have to. If I have to. <laughs> yeah, so that's... Yeah, it's... <laughs> it's going to be a weird one, uh, this. Uh, how early do you think they throw up the X sign for Jeff? Wednesday afternoon? <laughs> When he what, gets off the, the plane. Is that, is that the side they throw up when he wants them? <laughs> <laughs> oh. What's Jeff going to jump off of? He's jumping off like fucking Titan wagons on TNA house shows. He's jumping off and the wagon. Bill. He's big enough. <laughs> that's that's WrestleCon anyway. I don't think that's going to be the uh, necessarily the, the absolute highlight of the weekend, especially when... Paul I Parsons think it's like going to be NXT. great fun. In some It'll ways, be... it will be the highlight of the weekend, but uh, in other ways, <laughs> definitely not. Um, Rey Mysterio's on the show as well, but we don't know what match he's in yet. Oh, Maybe could... he'll be in the Monsters Bowl. That would be I, That is the last thing I want to see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, moving on to the big show. Um Paul White. Paul White. We all part of the same. We are yeah. all adult men. Um, the MVP of the show will be Montel Vontavious Porter. <laughs> WrestleMania, where we are going to go to AT&T Stadium and sit around for five hours um, and hopefully enjoy it. Yeah, how fucking long is this show with all the pre-shows and the USA pre-shows? I think it's going to be six hours. God almighty. It probably is. Yeah. It probably is. Do they have Wi Fi? I hope they do, yeah. <laughs> See, that's the thing. That's the one disadvantage of going to it is I'll feel like a bit of a knob if I'm ignoring the show to engage in the Twitter banter. Yeah. <laughs> um, they bring up the hashtags on the big screen, hopefully. Yeah. Our opening yeah. contest the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Do they have 20 people left to put in this? I, I don't know. I really don't. Like, it's just going to be an NXT Battle Royal, maybe. They're just called... Like, oh, social, social outcasts. 
Kane, Kane and Big Show. That's seven. And that's it. Uh, who else? Who else? Goldust, maybe. Yeah. Ruth. Goldust and our truth. Sandow. Uh, Sandow could reemerge from the from the depths. Yeah. Tyler Breeze. Put Zack Ryder in it. It's yeah. Tyler. Oh God. It, like I realize Strowman winning wouldn't exactly have gotten a huge reaction either way. But like, who's he going to have a big climactic showdown with? It's Tyler big Breeze. Big show. <laughs> oh God. They're so big, man. That's a big yeah. stadium. They need to look big. You know, like Who Vince is... says, they need people to look big in an airport. They need people to look big in a huge stadium. Yeah. <laughs> and Tyler Breeze needs stilts if that's going to happen. Uh-huh. So, yeah. I don't know. It's a battle royal. I honestly question whether or not, if it, if it's like a six-hour show or all, all, I honestly question if I'll get there to see the this, if it's at the very beginning. Um, you may as well. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, intend to... I mean, you haven't paid any money yet, obviously, but <laughs> come on, get your money's worth. You're not seeing anything else except this show. You need to <laughs> cherish you know, all the big I, show I, you I, can get. I'm, I'm seeing like six hours of ROH TV. Yeah, this is fair enough. Uh, we've also got on the pre-show, uh, and I know everyone's looking forward to this. This is why we spent an unreasonable amount of money on this show. The Usos versus the Dudley Boys. What? Yeah. What, Hashtag build. What has been happening yeah, with the Dudley boys since their return, guys? Well, not a lot. Yeah, it's baby been... faces. No one liked them. Their heels. No one cares. It's been a real like anti-climax after anti-climax since they arrived. That like it was entertaining when uh, Bubba came back at the Rumble last year, and it was cool when they came back full time. You know, the first time you saw them, everybody went crazy. But, like, since then, it has been diminishing returns and much quicker than you would expect from the usual kind of... I think part of it is just that no one wants to boo the New Day anymore. So booking them as babyface against the New Day kind of killed them a bit. But, uh, yeah, like, I just could not care less about the Dudley boys. Yeah. It's... uh... I I wouldn't be... I I mean, I wouldn't be... If something had to get cut from this show, I'd happily see this go. Yeah. Oh, we need the Usos. Love the Usos. It, it, I do love the Usos. It'll kind of be sad to see 85,000 people not reacting. 100,000. Yeah. Get brand correct. Yeah. The Sorry, sorry, yeah. Um, Jesus. Moving on to the main show, because unless anyone has some deep analysis of that match. Um, oh, not I'll, especially. I'll kind of go in order I see here of a kind of importance. Uh, Callisto versus uh, the Ryback, which is a strange pairing. I saw an interesting point in relation to this because I know a lot of people were frustrated that Owens is in the the Jabroni ladder match. Why is it? Why don't they? I realize it's too late to say this now because they're already doing it. But shouldn't it be Ryback and Callisto in the Jabroni ladder match for the U.S. title and give Owens a single match? Why is it a Ryback singles match with Callisto for that belt? You know what I mean? Yeah, I like. I would have thought because I said that to Mark when we were talking about it early on, and he was saying that yeah, Kevin Owens is going to be in the multi-man ladder match. I said, well, it makes way more sense for Callisto, who does a flip from time to time and was known for having the well, he got the OMG moment of the year at the Slammies. Yeah, he, for that, yeah. Slid us all off the ladder. So like, it to me made sense for that to be the ladder match. And well, to so, be fair, they they have a few guys in the ladder match to do a flip from now and again. Indeed. Yeah. But uh, um, I don't know. I I think 
<clears throat> if if this goes on early and it's short, it might be all right. Uh, as short as Callisto. As short as Callisto, yeah. I mean, Ryback is like passable and can have a good match with a good opponent, and Callisto's great. So I don't know. Uh, I it might be okay, but like I I, I think it might die a death because neither of these guys is. I I I don't think Callisto's especially over with the with the traveling WrestleMania hardcores, and I know Ryback isn't. So um, I don't know. I, it could be. I it guess could be maybe. Right, Maybe it's just a, a sign or a vote of confidence that as long as Kalisto actually wins this match, that, that they are fully much behind him. Because a lot of people just presume that uh, with the final rematch that they did with him and Del Rio, that Del Rio was just going to win the belt back and they were going to be on their merry, merry way. But the fact that we're at this point and Kalisto still actually has the belt, uh, I'm guessing they're they're kind of going with the idea that he is their their Mexican sensation for the time being. Because, yeah. I mean, Del Rio is so far beyond ever being that at this point now. Yeah, God help so, me. Uh, yeah, like, I'm a big fan of Callisto. I'm really happy to see him uh, get a match at WrestleMania. And a singles match of all things. Very strange. I don't know what quality of match he's going to get out of the Ryback. Um, he's certainly, like, a big platform for him to flip off. Um, I suppose. <laughs> but uh, Exactly. He's as big and impressive as a ladder itself. <laughs> he's a walking ladder. Yeah, so, yes. like... It could be decent, I suppose. Um, we've also got uh, the New Day versus the Lads, the League of Nations. Uh, in a, a, Exactly what you had been looking for, Mark, a, a six-man tag. It's a handicap match, isn't it? Oh, it's, a three, on is, four. Oh, it's three on four now, is it? Oh, cool. Right. Yeah, I, I noticed that on Raw. I thought that was very weird. But yeah, whatever. I thought it was six-man tag for some reason. So, you, Mark, you got your wish then that they're all in defending the titles. Uh, is it actually oh, it's not. Belts. No, it's not. Actually. It's not for the belts. Why no. is it not for the belts? What the fuck is this? You can't. You can't defend two man belts in a four on three match, lads. Yeah, don't be crazy. I was, I was just thinking they'll go like full on free bird ruling, but just actually have everyone in the match because why not? Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, well, Dave Meltzer really... has been implying that there's some sort of special finish planned for this match, and don't Something ask him about planned. it. Don't ask and him about it. Read the issue. Are they Don't ask him. Are, yeah. they, are they coming out in four tanks at the start, the League of oh. Nations? I was watching uh, something. I can't remember what it was. it was. I think it was the WWE 24 documentary. God, Rusev's entrance last year was the greatest thing. Yep, it was. The it, greatest was. Thing. it was incredible. How Wait, the so mighty get, have fallen. Indeed. We get a tank. We get a big red bus. We get... Uh, um, Seamus Seamus comes down like with you know still tied to a chair where they try to kill him in the firing line um you know oh god with his 1916 commemoration entrance comes out to the foggy Jew <laughs> he comes out and like Barrett just like pretends to rip off his fingernails oh dear oh dear <laughs> well it'll be memorable with <laughs> the entrance of the night <laughs> Uh, yeah. Um, did, you, did you see that uh, rumor? I think Meltzer said it was like fifty-fifty whether or not it's going to happen. Then, like his phrasing was weird because it's like it's fifty-fifty, but they want the they want the new day to ride into the arena flying on unicorns. I was like, Dave, mate, I'd say there's a zero percent chance of that happening, <laughs> uh, unless you, unless yeah. it's some kind of like high wire act. Unless Matt, they can find the unicorns. Dream. Yeah, unless they can find the unicorn. Hey, mate, you've 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 been in the presence of Dave live, haven't you? Dave Ryan? As in Big Dave. <laughs> no, no, Big Dave. Oh, Big, oh, Big Dave Ryan. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> I have not been in the presence of Dave Meltzer, no. 
No, oh, I've, I thought you'd met uh, one of the Vegas um, shows. No, I, I haven't been to any of them. Uh, okay. Um, no. Yeah, he just... He, everything I imagine him to be, I, I, I expect to be true. And from what other people have told me, like Alan, like I just... I swear that man lives in a bubble that is completely alien to every other single person uh, <laughs> on the face of the earth. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. I, wouldn't, I don't uh, know where I was going with that, but yeah, yeah, unicorns, sure. Yeah, okay. unicorns. That's a that's a, a fitting note to end this on. Uh, yes. Yeah, the whole podcast. We'll just shut it down. Uh, now uh, we have a Divas Championship match. Um, oh, yeah, that where we'll be cheering on uh, our native daughter Becky Lynch as she takes on Sasha Banks and the champion Charlotte in a triple threat match. I I would I would love if this match was really excellent. I'm sure um, we would. <laughs> I because because it's like I I feel like like the the feud is like okay not great but um. It, it would be nice if they had a good main <laughs> roster match to really cement that they've arrived rather than... I feel like Sasha, in particular, is like still going on the fumes of the NXT hype and they are, they're drying up. So it would be nice if they got a, a decent length. It was a good match. And also, I hope they get some good entrances. I know there was talk that like Snoop Dogg might be in the area, might be going in the celebrity wing of the, the Hall of Fame. Um, if like if if Sasha had a Snoop Dogg oriented entrance where she came out in a car and give Becky a band or something, and Charlotte comes out in like the most the most over the top flair robe of all time or something, like I I hope this is not first of all not on just before the main event in the death spot, but yeah I I hope this gets um I hope it gets some spotlight and I hope it gets some time because I think it could be a it could be a cool moment if all the if the stars align and and it's a it's you know a good match. Predictions? Uh, I'm going to go underdog and say Becky. Ooh. Ooh, interesting. Mark? Charlotte. Ooh. Ooh. Amo? Sasha. Yeah, I'm going oh. Sasha as well. I'm going Sasha as well. Ooh. Yeah. Snoop Dogg isn't coming to lose. No, that's true. <laughs> he doesn't he get out of bed. Lose, he certainly didn't lose grand. last time when he came down in the golf cart. <laughs> yeah he's gonna that there's gonna be some fun entrances in that match I think yeah I hope so that'll be good it kind of feels does it feel like make or break doesn't it like if this goes badly uh, good luck to the rest of them <laughs> it's kind yeah. of the end there's another Divas match though so that'll be you know yeah it's weird that that isn't, that isn't actually um, on the the card here on Wikipedia <clears throat> of all things I don't think it's been announced yet because they just added more people to it they keep adding people they've added summer ray and emma to the heel team oh yeah that was a uh, smackdown wasn't it that's how i was on smackdown spoilers yeah. right there spoilers if anyone <laughs> yeah spoilers were previously in the last 10 seconds if you want to skip them go back <laughs> and skip them that way but yeah emma main roster once again Rocking yeah, the great Emma. I don't think we've been putting over Emma enough on this show yet. Absolutely. No, I don't want to. She's no. fantastic. She's a great. Fine Miguel. woman. Indeed. Something for the dads. Something for the dads. <laughs> <laughs> um, a spectacular... Would it be next? Uh, yeah. 
a spectacular match that I am very much looking forward to watching an actual murder happen. Uh, Dean Ambrose, Brock Lesnar, no holds barred street fight. I don't like the suggestion in the lead up to this match that Dean Ambrose needs some kind of like murder weapon to beat Brock Lesnar. But he does. (laughs) No, mate, it's wrestling. (laughs) But it's Brock as well. Yeah, I'm cool with the build up. You know, you gotta you gotta make it out like you know, no one can beat Brock on his terms, but guess what? It's not on his terms, it's on the terms of a crazy man with a chainsaw who's gonna like what, cut his arm off or something? So who do we get uh for next Monday then as the the last kind of hardcore uh person? Do we get New well, Jack? Do we get in Sam? Brooklyn. Oh, oh. New in Jack Brooklyn, just hands him a so. fork. <laughs> <laughs> We're in Brooklyn, so probably fucking Tommy Dreamer or something. Oh, that would be such an anticlimax if it yeah. was Tommy Dreamer. Tommy wow. Dreamer just gives him a vial of tears. <laughs> or just give him that 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 uh, tobacco spit that he drank that time oh. to throw in Brock's face and gross him out. Um, I am. Um, I was watching randomly on the network. I was watching the Raw that Austin walked out on in two thousand two. And I just I just thought I just thought it'd be interesting just to go back because I'd never seen it before, and I didn't realize it was during that era of Tommy Dreamer. And they showed a replay from the previous week where Undertaker got a bucket of like Tommy Dreamer's sick spilled on him, or something, oh. and it was grotesque. Yeah, I what a weird time. Yeah, that was a, I've blocked that time out. Thankfully, much therapy has helped me do so. I think I think that match should be really good though. Yeah, I think it's going to be crazy. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's going to be absolutely insane, very violent. There's going to be a lot of kind of moments, looking away in horror. Um, Rock's just going to throw that man all over the place, like he threw and that couch at the race, like he threw that door at the fan, <laughs> <laughs> or he threw a car. Maybe he threw the whole car. Maybe he's going to throw a whole car. Either way, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, is everybody predicting Brock? Um. I suppose. I guess, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I don't like... There's been a lot of people on different podcasts and online and stuff have been making arguments for why Dean should win. And I kind of understand that, but at the same time, they're paying Brock an awful lot of money. When when he's going to lose, I assume they're going to want it to be to Roman. At least as of now. And until then, like any defeats he suffers will just dilute the effect like granted if it is Roman he eventually loses to the effect would be they will just boo Roman more as we will get on to but uh, yeah it's hard to see past Brock here yeah see now I, 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 I see where you're coming from but with the last if, if the last six months hadn't happened I would have been bang on with your theory there but because you know all hell political hit and all that stuff I, I wonder if they're maybe shying away. A lot of this is going to come down to what the main event, what what they do in the main event of WrestleMania. Um, if they go, if they double down and Roman, uh, he's our babyface, and like that's it going forward. Then I I'm with you that uh, at some point he's the one to beat Brock. But if they do anything remotely different, then I I, I don't think they'd do that. Yeah, it's it's just like it's. 
it, it's going to be fun while it lasts, even though it might be like the biggest foregone conclusion of the whole weekend, apart from maybe the main event of this pay per view. Um, but yeah, that's it's it's got to be Brock really. Um, speaking of a match where um, it's hard to see past one person winning, but there might be a slim chance of the other. Shane McMahon of all people taking on the Undertaker in Hell in a Cell with a stip that I just found out this evening. That if Undertaker mm. loses, he will be barred from competing at WrestleMania again. Um, I'm going to throw this open. Uh, this whole angle and everything around it and this stip. Um, uh, get some thoughts. Barry, it's the fucking weirdest thing that's ever happened. Yeah, I can't wrap my head around what's conceivably going to happen. I feel like it would be so silly to make this match and have Shane lose and then the status quo resumes. But I, it's how are they going to ha- beat Undertaker and not have it look ridiculous or annoy the fans or be a dusty finish or do something? Like you know what I mean? I, I, I don't know how, how they're going to get out of this one. I think it'll probably be a great match. I think it'll be the smokiest of all the smoky mirrors, <laughs> but I think it'll be great as a result because it's Shane. Um. Yeah, I hope he just. Uh, I hope he doesn't die in my presence by jumping I, off the cage or or something else. I hope either of them don't die. There's probably an, like an equal risk of both of them dying in this match. Possible. Undertaker's like, looked okay recently, but you know, Shane hasn't taken a bump since you know a long time, and that boy doesn't go half in on his bumps. When he takes a bump, he goes you know fifty feet. Through some glass or something. He goes half in with his punches, unfortunately. Um, well, this is true. But he's a great jiu-jitsu practitioner. Indeed, and he gets he'd, better every day. He's been working with GSP's striking coach. It's the word from Henzo Gracie himself. <laughs> yeah. Um, Pure Sports Build is back. And can you imagine that it's for Shane McMahon? <laughs> Versus The Undertaker. <laughs> oh, it's so fucking weird. Uh, like, Shane getting control of Raw. Like, the way... The thing that gives me the niggling doubt about this is the idea that it's just weird to have him back just for now. Because, like, it doesn't really... This whole Shane angle kind of gets shut down if he loses straight away to Undertaker. It also has made no sense to me since moment one why fucking Undertaker is doing this willingly. Why is he... It just... None of it makes sense, especially because it's like Shane will take control of Raw. But he, we don't really know what that means, you know? Like what it means he's he going to push the guys we like, Amo. Do you not pay attention to Raw? I, I know, but it's like Triple H controls NXT. He'd push the guys we'd like too, wouldn't he? You know, he's our friend. We love you, Paul. Have a we hamper. love you, Paul. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's, it's all very strange. My theory is that uh, Vinnie Roo is back on the payroll because... <laughs> This is the closest they've come to uh, kind of mid-99 attitude era booking that we've seen in a long time. It was uh, me, and, Shano! Uh, yeah, and as the the man who went back and watched like every fucking Shane McMahon match for uh, uh, an article for the Voices of Wrestling, there's my pimp, uh, my, my pimping for, the, for this podcast. Uh, like, considering, because everyone's going mental about Oh, this match like it, it doesn't it it can't be rooted in the grounds of realism. You know, I can't take I can't I can't visualize Shane McMahon punching a fucking seven foot zombie wearing MMA gloves. 
and like at the same time you know i i could kind of watch shane mcmahon versus kurt angle in a kind of competitive match and i could i i got myself lost in it um and i don't know like it's it's gonna be a fucking spectacle and it's it was the first thing that was announced that truly got me hyped for going to to dallas uh because up until that point it was basically ribs for breakfast and ladies night at the gun range were the only two things that <laughs> were really getting me hyped up so i i don't know what to expect from this like i hope it's a fucking train wreck of of grand and epic proportions um the only question i have for you lot is is this the main event because it's it's been a it's been a question that's been asked and i wasn't expecting that question to be asked but that that rumbling has gotten louder over the last week or so i think the undertaker match should go on last it's kind of weird that like if the idea that shane might win um that like control of the a brand could change hands in the middle of a show and it just keeps going on and that triple h is let defend his title against roman reigns in the main event and stuff of like that if shane is in charge it seems very weird so i can understand the argument that not only should the undertaker match always go on last but that this match in particular it makes sense to go on last but at the same time i also can't imagine it going on last either you know you know that yeah, kind of the, the old the old triple h you know title must go on last and i also must go on last uh sentiments yeah it's hard to it's hard enough to imagine uh, Shane McMahon versus The Undertaker going on last as it is to imagine Shane McMahon versus The Undertaker at, in Hell in a Cell WrestleMania. So at this point, fucking anything's possible. Yeah, it's, it's going to be it's crazy. I just want to know, is Shane going to go off the top of that cell? And how does he intend to get there? Forklift. Is he going to have a forklift? Big ladder? Is he going to come from the ceiling? Is he going to airlift? <laughs> is he going to be dropped in on a parachute? So many questions. I, they well, you know, they he, as the owner of WCW, he probably got that forklift that Judy Bagwell was on, and he can use that to get up on top of the cell. Surely. Um, I just hope for a lot of run-ins. I need Steve Austin oh, I, giving a stunner yeah, to. I, I think there's no fear. There's, anyone. there's going to be smoke and mirrors beyond all doubt. I want uh, that NWO DX shit we got last year. I want yeah. that turned up well, to like eleven. The, the, the corpse of Viscera comes out to help Undertaker. Midian. I mean, I'd, pop, I'd pop big time. Mm. I want to see Hogan try and climb up the side of that cage. Mean Street Posse. One more leg, brother. <laughs> I want to see... I want to see uh, oh, what was Pete Gass's finisher? The gas, gas mask. mask. I want to see that. Gas yeah. mask, yeah. yeah. I will go <laughs> crazy for the Mean Street Posse if they come out. I, I, I'm actually almost sure they will come out. Also because I'm sure in that case that if there's a good reaction, we may get Mean Street Posse t-shirts available at Raw, which I will buy. Shit, yeah. I'll buy a sweater vest. <laughs> oh, you know, they are they are going to be selling Shane O'Mac jerseys. Yeah, I've seen them. I've seen them. Um, yeah, this kind of, like, it's just... I don't know what more can be said. It's like, it's hard to predict. It's hard to tell. Like, it could be an absolute car crash of a match. It could be an unbelievable spectacle that we'll be talking about for ages. Um, And speaking of a spectacle, the main event, where conquering greatest babyface in the world, Triple H, defends his title against the dastardly Roman Reigns that's coming to ruin everyone's fun. 
how much are we looking forward to being in that crowd reacting to Roman Reigns coming out? Uh, I am pretty interested in it. I think it's going to be a it's going to be a notable experience, if nothing else. Yeah, I just it. Unfortunately, the worst part about it is the match just won't be very good, really. Like it won't be. I mean, Lesnar uh, Reigns last year was amazing, and that had a shit build, and everyone hated Roman, but it didn't matter because the Lesnar was still beating the shit out of him. It was great fun. Whereas Triple H's offense is just kind of boring. Yep. That's the problem. Yeah. It's um so we need a lot of smoke and a lot of mirrors in a lot of these matches. It's gonna uh, be like Paul gonna Daniels is, magic act. We'll we'll get ten minutes of rest holds, um uh, a ten minute heat spot, uh, a five minute comeback, babyface uh comeback from Roman, uh Superman punch spear and then we go for the rest of the year with Roman as our conquering babyface hero. I think Triple H wins. Really? All that. I think I think I think Shane wins. No, yeah, Shane wins and Triple H wins, and Triple H is immune from being fired because he's the champion. What? But then the, the question's got to be asked: like, if Triple H wins, what the fuck do you do with Roman? Um, send him to NXT. <laughs> swap him nice. for Bailey. like there's a lot more of the growing talk like where people are kind of like Dave and others are talking about how like is it coming time for them to admit that it's just not going to work no matter how many times they try I mean that time was like a year ago yeah like really yeah. at this point I think what they've shown is they're just not going to give up uh, like never what, give up what, what I'll be curious to me is like you know, is it justified by, like, is he, is the Roman Reigns merchandise flying off the shelves that much that they feel like they need to keep going? House shows, man. He gets huge pops, I've heard. Yeah. He got <laughs> a big pop in Dublin. Street, yeah. He got a big pop in Dublin when he was main eventing against Big Show, I think. Well, there you go. That's the power of the man. There's your main event for for April through next April. I was thinking, but... Is there any way to get Roman Reigns cheered in this match? And I have thought of the way you get him cheered. I believe, yeah. yeah I think you told me this. Yeah. You need to have a run-in from not just Dean Ambrose, but Seth Rollins swinging a chair like Steve Austin at Backlash 2000, taking <laughs> out Triple H, taking out Vince, reunite the Shield. That is the. I think that's literally the only way we get Roman Reigns cheered, other than Roman Reigns actually like physically dying. That will also get cheered. <laughs> Other than that, he's, he's in big trouble. I did, I did enjoy like a few weeks ago on Observer Radio. They were like, well, you could have The Rock come out and you could have Vince come out. Because the people like it when Roman beats up Vince. So you could have Roman beat up Vince and then Rock do the people's elbow and maybe the people would cheer then. I'm like, that's great for WrestleMania, but they're not taking that freaking dog and pony show on the road every week. Like Rock's <laughs> not always going to be there, nor is Vince. So it's like, they might be able to do it for the one night for WrestleMania. That would but get like, cheered. Yeah, that would get. That cheered. would. It would get cheered if he hits Vince and Rock comes out and then it, I th- I think Rock hasn't said what he's doing and they haven't confirmed what he's doing, but they've confirmed he's there. I think it's a solid guess he might do something in this match, and I'm sure the people will cheer. But the well, you, you know, say that Barry, but the Royal Rumble. Oh yeah, well yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> that that that. Im- that look on the rock's face that I will never forget of 
That... What the fuck is going on? <laughs> that was farcical, that's true. And like one of the bigger pops as well in the last few months in WWE was Roman getting eliminated from the Royal Rumble. It's just, it is all brewing up to be a very interesting year if they are really going to be like stubborn about it and just have Roman win and like... Mm. Uh, I don't know, like, because it's a thing where I know after what they did two years ago, maybe they're like, we don't want to listen to the internet all the time and change the main event. But at a certain point, it's like you're facing the possibility of like the entire main event is going to get absolutely shit on. And the last thing people are going to remember from the biggest show of the year is people booing Reigns like he's fucking Hitler as he lifts the the belt at the end. The big thing that uh, some people are saying is that the audience has whittled down to the point that most of their audience does consist of just the hardcore kind of crowds now. No so, one's left. Yeah, so why why not just go with it? I mean, I'm I'm way beyond the point of, of like getting angry over these things. Um, like part of me kind of wants them just to go with Roman, uh, just to watch the just fucking chaos unfold every week because that might actually make uh the audiences react in some way because to be honest it, it's getting to the point now where it's not even the the crowds are reacting negatively it, there's just um there's just a lack of reaction more than anything else and that's that's the, the real that's the time where you really have to go all right this we need to do something about this um like eight five thousand i'm sorry hundred thousand people uh, screaming and shouting and whatnot, that's fine. But like, if they have three months of just no reaction whatsoever, uh, th- th- that that's even worse, I'd say. Yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, an interesting time to say the least. And uh, I think what this show has shown is that uh, perhaps this main event of WrestleMania isn't the isn't the reason we're necessarily going. It is more for the bands. It is more for. NXT and ribs. things like that, and ribs, ribs, and ladies' night at the gun range, and all that. Yeah, Holocaust Museum. <laughs> I forgot about the Holocaust Museum as well. Yeah, yeah, it's one of the biggest in America. Oh wow! Yeah, don't laugh, Dave. Why are you laughing? It's not funny. It's just very strange that of all places to have a Holocaust Museum, Dallas, Texas. Like, like it's just, it's very strange to me. But um, well. On the note of the Holocaust, I think that's as good a note as any to start wrapping this up. Um, you know, AJ Styles, Chris Jericho, also a good match. Yes, which know. hasn't been. Oh happening. yeah, it's happening. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's not. Con- it's not confirmed yet, but yeah, we assume that's happening. And we didn't. Well, we kind of touched on it. The the seven man Intercontinental Championship ladder match. Uh, yeah, that's a match. Oh yes, yeah. Are we thinking Sami Zayn wins that one to kick off a program? No, no, I think I think. Kevin, I think I think Kev James. kills everyone. Kev yeah, kills I think everyone. Kevin might kill everyone as well. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's because like well. I, I know a lot of people have been bitching that it's not a one-on-one match, but I'm I'm kind of fine with this having some semblance of a slow build, um, and uh, and and like have the two in the match like this, but it's obviously not a one-on-one encounter, and then kind of build it up to yeah. whether it's next month <laughs> or whenever. Um, until One can the point. cost the other the match as well. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that as well. That's a, that's a good point. Yeah, and the, the AJ Jack Jer- finally gets that intercontinental the, run. The AJ Jericho match is an interesting one because it's hard. In some ways, it's hard to get excited about the fourth time the same people have wrestled over the last couple of months. 
Uh, but at the same time, I think maybe it's uh, finally going to have a bit of something to it if Jericho's working heel. But I've been saying this to Mark a lot lately, and the Jericho thing, like, since um, his angle with Punk, literally every single comeback he's had since then, it's been diminishing returns. Like, it's getting to the point where, like, I really, really used to like Jericho an awful lot, but now it's at the point where I'm like, I just don't care anymore. And I'd much rather see AJ kind of... I was really excited about the prospect of AJ Kevin Owens when people were floating that idea a while ago. That would have been quite something. Um, And now it's kind of like... It was quite something on Raw. Yeah. It was really good. Uh, AJ Jericho, it's going to be fine, but it's just kind of... It's a bit disappointing for me that AJ Styles getting his first crack at WrestleMania. It's not against a fresh opponent. It's not in a hot angle. Is against a guy he's been wrestling with since he started. You know what I mean? Yeah. At least it is an angle, though. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And he will win, probably, I assume. I, he would have. Look, if Fandango <laughs> got the win over Jericho at WrestleMania and AJ Styles doesn't, I just don't know anything anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's. Uh, that's going to be. Uh, hopefully, that'll be good. It should be. Uh, Jericho's be good. Jericho in some of his matches on this run in particular. Uh, has be, has seemed like a step off and um, it was particularly obvious during his first match with AJ where kind of like AJ still wasn't really used to things yet. They were both kind of a step off. But um, hopefully the fact that they have wrestled each other so frequently means that this will be the best of the lot. Um, I'll be very excited just to see AJ Styles at WrestleMania. It's going to be surreal. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. So we'll, I think we'll leave it at that. We've, we've come up to WrestleMania. We're obviously going to the Raw the night after. Um we might talk about that when we're there in Dallas when we have a better idea about what we might predict and what could happen. I'm going to bring something to record on when we're in Dallas and we'll try and get some uh, some thoughts, some of Amos' hot takes on um, some, some of the nice. indie wrestling he's going to be enjoying. Can we interview Lance Storm? Of course we can. Of course we can. Excellent. Um, and, you know, some of your, uh, you know, did you play golf with a Sandman or, you know, did you... Who knows? Did you fight over Fruit Loops with Russ Haas uh, like the stories you're going to have for us the stories we're all going to have oh my goodness so uh, it's going to be wait. a good time uh, I'd like to thank you both Amo and Barry for coming on hopefully it won't be the last time we have you on We'd, uh, we could get Amo on if we ever did Super Monkey Ball you're a big fan of that I love Super Monkey Ball and... I love uh, Donkey Konga if you remember that game with the bongo drums with oh, the I bongos yeah I do yeah. indeed remember that and, Classic, uh, Barry. We you have always been on the short list for when we eventually get round to the Last of Us because we we've heard you're a fan. Lovely, yeah, yeah, yeah. God, I've played it enough times at this stage. Yeah, so my activity feed has shown me over the years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no. Thank you very much, guys, for uh, taking time out of your schedule to come and talk to us on our podcast. And of course, thanks no to worries. you, Mark, for slowly dying there of illness downstairs and uh, talking on here. So. This is probably the last time you'll see us uh, or hear from us even because it's a fucking podcast. Well done, Dave. Um, last time you'll hear from us until we're in Dallas, which is going to be crazy. It still doesn't feel real, even though I went and printed off all our e-tickets today. Uh, it's going to be a crazy time and uh, we look forward to it. Uh, but until then, uh, we shall see you all again down the road. Bye.